Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. With a Friday, me, you, everybody else enjoying. Happy Friday. None of this dumb hump day garbage, mental and verbal gymnastics to pretend we're almost where we want to be. We're here. We're there. The weekend staring us down. Let's go. Let's have a great show. Actually... As as um as Tom DeCelestino, as pretty daddy, was pushing the buttons in New York, and you were hearing how humble I am, but also how I what destroy people, I, whatever that is, a light bulb went on. Let's talk about mental gymnastics. I just solved sports. Not that they have to be you know fixed, but I just game changer. I don't know if you can trademark something verbally on the air, but in twenty minutes. I'm going to try to figure it out because I'm going, to, I'm going to fix all of sports. We've also got a soccer. Do you know who Messi is, Tom? Don't even, you know what? Don't even worry about it. Good morning. Good morning, Bill. T-G-I-F yeah. to you. Happy Friday. Do you know who Messi is? I know who Messi is. What's his first name? Uh, Lionel. What country does he play for internationally? Uh, Argentina. Oh, man. What grocery store does he apparently shop at in America? Publix in South Florida. You're killing it, bro. You're killing it. We've got a little messy sighting out there. I, I've got a um, what I thought was a non-controversial dinner choice, and now we have a raging debate in the family. So we'll get into that later in the show. We've told you, because we love to be masters of the obvious, uh, that the, the running back position doesn't have the value that it once did. And we've seen that in the guys who are still looking for jobs, or in Saquon Barkley's case, waiting to see whether or not he will he will sign that franchise tender and and be a giant happily continuing forward. But when the money goes away at the running back position, it doesn't just flit off into the into the air, right? It doesn't find its way to Decel's bank account so he can buy more cool shirts and pump more iron for muscle contests. Apparently, it's like Stallone and where he does the movie where you have to do the arm wrestling. You actually have to put money up. No, man. That has to go somewhere else. Defensive tackles getting paid. We'll get into that reality and, and some analysis along those lines. We'll talk quarterbacks and other NFL storylines to look forward to this upcoming season with Steve Berline, our buddy. It's an hour from now. We'll do buy or sell. We will do bum of the week. And I believe, because this only happened once in the last four months, so let me just check here with Pretty Daddy. Pretty Daddy, you are obviously here. I'm here. Will the triumvirate be back? Will we have Andrew Bogus today for the second time in four months? Another day. All three wow. of us are together. 
can I, can I, because we're friends, can I just be a little honest? Can I just, just between you and me real quick here, just real little private side, you know, side convo. You ready for this? I'm ready for it. I, th- I think you got to be nicer to Bogish. <sighs> I don't really I want do. to. I know you don't. <laughs> you just, you really just transmit a level of disgust that I think maybe, maybe he comes at you hard as a self defense mechanism. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm glad it's I'm you know portraying disgust because that's what I'm going for. That's God. really what okay. I'm trying for. Well, I thought you weren't. All right, you know what? Congratulations, uh, mission accomplished. Let's give you a little Damian Lillard update. Damian Lillard, superstar. I think superstar is still the right moniker for the point guard up in Portland, at least up in Portland now. Longtime trailblazer, scoring machine, 32 years old. So you start to worry about the age a little bit, but the guy is still a star. He wants for the first time in his career out of Portland enough to ask for it. So we've all been waiting with bated breath to see where he's going to go. And we know that the location that he is most interested in, the place that he wants to go, the solo landing destination, if he has his way, and guys tend to in the NBA these these days, is the Miami Heat. Now, even if Miami can pry him from Portland, because Joe Cronin, who runs basketball operations for the Trailblazers, has said if it takes months, it takes months. We are going to get the best deal we can and do what's in the best interest of this organization. That is a... I guess kind of nice way of saying we ain't sending him to Miami just because he wants to be there. But Miami knows it's better to get this done. And there's going to be a price that has to be paid. And two things happened yesterday, a little bit of an update. First of all, beat writer... Was Aaron Fentress? Am I getting the, this gentleman's name right? Was on a podcast in Portland and gave an update on what he has heard the price is for for Timmy Lillard um, in the context of the fact that Portland wants a lot for, reportedly, first-round picks to consider moving Damian Lillard. I'm told that right now Miami has three firsts, hero, filler, and maybe a young player already, like, willing to go with that. So the question is finding that fourth. If you don't want hero, then you just have to find someone to take hero and give you another first-round pick. Then you're at four. All right, that that's the Blazer-focused podcast. I, I don't know Mr. Fentress, and I'm sure he's great at his job. I, I will just say, if it were so easy to move on Tyler Hero for the right first-round picks and Miami were convinced that that would get the deal done, they would do a three-way trade in which they send Tyler Hero somewhere else and make it work or do a separate trade. Look, I like Hero. The the guy's 20, what, 23 years old, 22 years old. He is a 20-point-per-game player. He's got some moxie. But he is not universally loved around the NBA. There's There's a difference of opinion how much value he has. But it gives you a sense of the price. And And if I'm Portland, hell yeah, hold out. Doesn't mean it's going to work, doesn't mean it's going to happen, but there is a market for Damian Lillard. And not only is there a market for Damian Lillard, outside of James Harden, this is the one big name that we know of that is almost certainly going to be traded this summer. And we just came off a free agency. In fact, Howard Beck wrote a really nice story on this. I talked about it a lot over on CBS Sports HQ. For a lot of reasons, the CBA and the complications of how now you are penalized if you go above the different levels of the so-called cap how they fold in this year and really fold in in a punitive way next year, suppress the market. 
and made it so all the names, big or interesting or otherwise, largely stayed with their teams. That means that it's hard to go out and get guys in free agency, so if there are players who are available, Damian Lillard, James Harden, there's going to be, in theory, a higher price paid for those guys. Supply and demand. There's not a supply of players that are available. There's a demand. Now, it sounds like Harden's probably going to be a clipper. That's been true all along. That's still the vibe. Sam Amick just put out something. I think it was Sammy over at The Athletic. That, that That's still where he wants to go. Yes. Lillard is at more of a standstill because you've got Lillard wanting to be in Miami and you've really, really, really got a Portland team that understands generational talent for that market. I went on a Charlotte radio station the other day, had a nice time with the, with, with the host, and just said, like, I love Charlotte, almost moved there, had the Charlotte Observer hired me, would have gone there, they didn't. Thank you, Charlotte Observer, for breaking my heart 15 years ago. But it's hard to recruit guys to Charlotte. I got a bunch of abuse. So let me say the same thing about Portland. I like Portland. I love Portland. My wife wanted to retire to Portland until I told her there's, there's a lot of rain. And she said, too bad. I said, happy wife, happy life. I guess we'll live there when I'm, when I'm in my 60s. You can't recruit players there. I can't change the physics of your city. Look, I'm from Dubuque, Iowa, okay? I'm from Des Moines, Iowa, Dubuque, Iowa. I love Iowa. If someone said Iowa sucks, in fact, someone did say Iowa sucks the other day. I was not very pleasant to be around. If someone said Iowa doesn't have a professional sports team, and even if they got one, they couldn't recruit players, I'd be like, yeah, that's true. That's a reality. The reality is that because Portland can't recruit the kind of talent they want, let alone Damian Lillard level, they have to get a massive return. That's why all this is happening. But the unspoken thing, because it's not as interesting, and it's not as certain, and, and it's not as sexy, is whether Damian Lillard's even going to work in Miami, or, or anywhere anywhere else for that matter. And I've talked to you about on the show that I don't think big threes work anymore. I think it's really clear that the model right now is big twos and a lot of depth. That is certainly the case in Denver, with all, Michael Porter Jr., who I love because he went to my alma mater, was kind of a bum for large stretches of the postseason. It was the depth that helped Denver. And obviously, Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray. The Warriors are amazing. And I know they had a big three when they had Durant. But they've also won two championships when it's basically been Steph and Clay and a bunch of guys. And Clay hasn't been amazing. And Draymond Green's a great player, but he's not, for me, a big three. And so I'm not sure that bringing in Damian Lillard from Miami is a guarantee. If you took Damian Lillard as a free agent and you put it on the team last year that had Gabe Vincent, who was great at times, he's a Laker now, and you had Caleb Martin, who was great at times, you're talking 20 points per game playoff players. That's a big, that's a big, big deal. But Caleb Martin has to move in a trade if I'm Portland. I'm 100% insisting on Caleb Martin and all those first-round picks. And so I hate to, to turn to Paul Pierce as the voice of wisdom because I'm not going to pretend – that um, that I find Paul Pierce to be the most sagacious player on former player on the face of the earth, or someone that I tend to agree with, or as Tom said, someone that I think knows what they're talking about half the time. But this is on uh, Rachel. What is this thing called? I should know this. Rachel's a friend of mine, and Showtime's in the family. Showtime basketball. That would have been easy, writer. Showtime basketball. Rachel Nichols, uh, very talented, very talented journalist, hosting this. Where and Pierce got a lot of flack for this, but I think he's onto something, man. You put them together, they won't make it out the first round. You gotta understand how they got to the championship this year. A lot of this had to do with their debt. A lot of this had to do with their debt, and guys playing way above their pay grade. Way up. Caleb, these guys was averaging 20 points on Boston. We ain't never seen them do that. Then you had Duncan Robinson. So if you get Dame, they gone. 
they already gone, but then you lose another 18-point, 20-score, gone. You're going to have to throw in Robinson. You're going to get, you're gonna have to get that team out. He's right. And, and there's two ways to look at this. One way to look at this is that Miami got to the finals and were clearly overmatched and that they have to take this kind of risk to go to the next level. And if this is your thinking, if you're a believer that Damian Lillard of the Heat is a no-brainer, even for all those picks and all that depth and all those young players, I suppose you can convince yourself, and I'm, I'm not sure on this, you can convince yourself that what Miami did with Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin and some of these other guys, they can do again, which is to say, discover jewels in the rough and develop them in their culture and their developmental program in Miami. I mean, it's not like, they drafted Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent as lottery picks over the last few years. These were, no disrespect to these guys, random nobodies until they show what they were about with the Miami Heat. So maybe you can believe that he can do that again, can recreate that. Jury's out. I'm not, I'm not sure I buy it. Here's the other perspective. And why maybe, God help me for saying these words, if Paul Pierce is onto something, why Joe Cronin should actually look more favorably at the Miami Heat. Because if, in fact, this isn't going to work, and if you, like me, worry that Damian Lillard at his age is going to hit his expiration date very, very quickly, if not this upcoming season, the season after, then those first-round picks in 2025 or 26 or 27 or 28 or 29 could be extremely valuable. Because this could be a Miami Heat team that doesn't have any depth, that has an old point guard who loses his athleticism and ability to do what he used to do, who hasn't Jimmy Butler, someone who is not easy to be around when things go wrong. There's no guarantee that it works in Miami. And the reality is, if you're, if you're Joe Cronin or any other team, and you're trading a star to, a, to another organization for future picks, you also want to trade that star somewhere where it's not going to work, where the, it has the highest percentage of the wheels coming off, where it has the highest percentage that stuff goes so badly that those picks you're acquiring are valuable. Because remember... The better a team is, the worse their draft picks. I know there's going to be pick swaps in there, but a lot of this is going to be predicated on straight first-round picks from the Miami Heat. Pick swaps are valuable too, but straight first-round picks. You trade him to Philadelphia, you trade Lillard to Philadelphia, I think that you are less likely to get the return you want because I personally believe Daryl Morey is always going to have a viable team. He's going to go big game hunting. I know Embiid's a big man who, who has a similar, you can be concerned, but Jimmy Butler's a really good, a great player in the postseason. Great player. Embiid's a, an MVP. And if you're talking draft picks, all that matters is what you do in the regular season. Philly's going to be good. Boston's not going to go for Damian Lillard. But if they did, that's an organization that's going to win year after year after year after year after year. I think Miami might make sense for Portland. In large part because I think, I think Paul Pierce might be right. It may not. Now, out of the first round, that's not right. That's just, a, I mean, that's a dumb thing to say. They're, they can get out of the first round. You don't know who they're playing. You know what the matchups are. But underwhelming, not a force, not a favorite to make it an NBA Finals, not the, the end-all, be-all. I mean, we've tried to tell you this over the years. Tried to tell you that Westbrook wasn't going to work with a bunch of teams. Tried to tell you Chris Paul wasn't going to work with a bunch of teams. Tried to tell you James Harden wasn't going to work with a bunch of teams. Tommy's, Tommy's, Tommy wants to producer Bobby. Get in there, Tom. Kyrie Irving wasn't going to work with a bunch of teams. Oh, that guy's a bum. Kyrie Irving wasn't going to work. I, I saw you lip. You were all excited. You can get in there, man. You can drop that Kyrie Irving. I was Irving. trying to over-pronunciate Kyrie so you could read my lips. There's And some of those guys I mentioned, I, I haven't been a believer in. I, I'm a huge believer in Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard. Or I was. That has been an utter failure with the Clippers. 
Paul George plus Kawhi Leonard, and there was some depth there when that started. We, we thought that we thought that could work, right? Didn't work. No guarantees. So Damian Lillard to Miami requires more from Miami. Fine. Fine. But if you're Portland, you might also consider the very real possibility they may not work in Miami, especially after the first year. And that is a lot of value if things go badly with those draft picks. All right, we're off and running. 855-212-4CBS. I have, um, I have, I've come up. Do we get this patented? Do we know if we can patent an idea live? I don't even know how trademarks work. Uh, I am efforting to see if we could do that. I once wrote a novel. And by the way, it's so bad. I wrote it my first year out of college. Like it's, but I'm pretty sure I got it trademarked. I think I sent it in. You know, back when you're young and you think I'm going to be so famous. Uh, I think it takes a while. So I guess this is just an open source concept that everybody can use. Anybody can use it. I have a new idea for American sports that will change everything. And Tom leans into soccer talk involving Messi next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to Writer Than You. Are you going to go to Dead Reckoning, the Mission Impossible film, in the theater? I am with my son. What are you no. laughing at, Bogus? No, I'm what? not what? going. Looks amazing. Tom Cruise? Jumping off a mountain? He's like 62. And he's ripped, bro. On CBS Sports Radio. All right, so what up? Well, welcome back. D-Cell and I are having this talk, and I don't really want to give the example because it involved Mother job, but I don't care. So I got a really nice dude, bogish, nice kid who schedules me, right? Like, get an email, like, what are you, what's your availability next week? And I will write, hey, I'm not available here, here, or here. I'm available here. This is what I'm not available. And this is a really sweet guy, but he doesn't, approve anything he passes it on is not making the decisions and sometimes the people who are like i don't care that you're you know at the moon with your kid you got to every time i get sounds good to me exclamation point and my contention is you can't write back sounds good to me if it isn't always good and if you don't have the authority to, right like if you send a note to spike eskin who's our boss and david marinick 
and you said, hey, guys, I know this is really inconvenient, but my wife has a once-in-a-generation vacation she won. I have to meet me, Andrew Bogus. I have to be gone for three weeks in December. I'm really sorry, but it's all expenses paid. And you just had a courtesy. You CC'd DA. You CC'd whoever his new producer will be. Mm-hmm. You CC'd me. Right. And you CC'd D-Cell. And D-Cell wrote back, sounds good to me, exclamation point. <laughs> Wouldn't you be like, no, man. <laughs> right. Yeah, like it has nothing to do with D-Cell. I appreciate you signing off on it. <laughs> right. But it's not your okay I was looking for. I hope this is such a sweet guy, and I hope he's not listening to the radio show. And if he is, pal, just kidding. But, like... But we got to have a little chat here, man. we got to have a little chat here. It is universally accepted to say sounds good to me in place of thank you, got it. Is it? Yes! Oh, like, yeah. it, like, nobody else is outraged or scratches their head to say sounds good to you. I don't need it to sound good to you. Like it's nobody else, nobody else listening, nobody else wow. on the planet, nobody else feels this way. Everybody, sit down. D sells right. The oh more I God. think about this, come on. No, this is this is an acceptable response from this young man because okay. your response leads to his next action, right? So he, sounds good to me means like, okay, I got what you're saying. Let me go put your schedule together and see when I can book it here or there. So, in fact, All right. sounds good to me is completely acceptable. Yeah, like he understands the nuances of your right. schedule right. that week. Like, if he didn't understand, like, wait, is he saying he is around or is not right. around? Like, All right. All right. I'll... Right. Can't do Wednesday afternoon, but Thursday morning, Friday morning, those are clear. Okay, great. Sounds good to me, Bill. Hey, Spike and David and, and DA and Bill and, and, and various producers. I know I'm not supposed to take this much time off, and it's the football season, but I'll be gone for these three weeks in November. I hope it's okay. I'm really sorry. It's a, my wife won this thing. It's a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. I can't believe we get to go all over the place, around the world in three weeks. I don't know what the hell's happening. I'm going to eat caviar. Mm-hmm. Sounds good to me, D-Cell, right? Okay, got it. I'm just checking. I got but, it. Bogus will not be here. If any of you else on the, the email are confused, come to me because I got it. Sounds good to me. But also, in your example, Bill, D-Cell is not – the guy asking you what your schedule availability is. That's fair. Like Spike and David could write back, sounds good to us, meaning they're okay with what, I, what, what I'm doing. All right. All right, I'll concede. He's also a really nice guy. And he plays tennis, so we like him. Um, Doesn't sound like it. He's a great kid. I like him. <laughs> How dare you guys. Uh, soccer! I love this photo of Leo Messi at the at the grocery store in in in, in, in South Florida. I, I think this is pure magic. Now, I don't live in Florida anymore. If I did, would it be creepy? Because I would do this if I started just trying to figure out where that was and shopping there all the time. I would I've love. I don't care at all about. I don't care about meeting anybody, but I want to meet Messi. I would one hundred percent have gotten that selfie. You guys are in a grocery store. You see Messi. A, do you recognize him? B, do you get the selfie? Yes and yes for me. So I it would take me an awkward amount of time and stairs to confirm that it was messy. Like, I, it, it'd be really hard for me to believe that it was messy. Really? In my local know. Piggly Wiggly but no. buying <laughs> cereal. That's, but, I don't but know. But even knowing that he now plays in South Florida and is at a grocery store in South Florida, like. I would still think that he had somebody that would shop for him. I think he wants – Tom and I had this argument this morning. Tom 
thinks he can't blend in in America at all. And I think the fact he was grocery shopping proves, at least for him, he can have a normal-ish life. He went to dinner in Argentina, his his home country, a few months ago, and there was a riot. Did you mm-hmm. see this? He's, yeah. There was basically a riot outside of his restaurant, and he lives in Barcelona. That's where he lives when he's not doing other stuff. And every time he goes back and he has dinner somewhere, sometimes it's 12 people, sometimes it's 100 but there's always people who gather outside of whatever restaurant he's at. Yeah. This dude just walked into a grocery store, got, you know, 58 boxes of, of cereal for his kids, and then walked out. Don't believe everything you see on the internet. I am not. Look, it's never <sighs> going to be like a riot like it was in, in Barcelona. He hasn't played a single game here yet. I refuse to believe that nobody walked <laughs> up to him. Nobody. Yeah. Like that. That's not normal-ish. You're right, dude. The minute he plays at Major League Soccer, it's all going to change. I mean, people are going to go to games now. Like, I think it's going to work for the MLS. Like, getting someone of his star power, like, I think he's going to be much more recognizable in the States. You do. I am going to pay Apple TV whatever it costs to get his games. Now, part of that is my wife loves Jordi Alba a little too uh, mm. sort of an unhealthy way, I think. Yeah. He's going to sign, and, and Busquets is going to sign. Do you, do you know Busquets, uh, Tom? Uh, no, I'm not familiar. Uh, Sergio Busquets, who is a uh, who is a legend of Barcelona, are, are either of you guys going to pay to watch Messi play? No, because I will. No, no, no. Uh, no do I you have to know. pay for the highlights now? <laughs> we all pay for the highlights <laughs> when you when that's when that's what you watch. <laughs> Everyone pays, buddy. You're not going to pay for to watch the Messi games, Andrew. No, no, I'm sorry. You're not into it enough. I'm not, I mean, unless you tell me it costs like $7 for the Inter-Miami specific season pass, then no. I don't know. What do you think it does cost? Probably costs like $60? I think it's a hundred. Well, it was a hundred, I think, for the full season. I don't know if they've discounted that price yet since we're, you know, at least a third, right? If not further into their season. I'll 100%. I'll 100% pay it. Um, and, but that's this, that, that's for everybody. There might if the team specific cost might be even cheaper. But I still think it just I don't I don't need to spend twenty bucks to never watch Messi play a soccer game. This leads me into a game changing idea for sports. I'm I'm hundred percent serious. You guys ready for this? Yeah. I will concede that sounds good to me as me being weird. All right. I thought you were gonna sneeze, but that was just a big yawn. I was about to say God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for your discretion. That was a yawn sneeze. <gasps> I was trying was like, not to yawn. I've never seen, well, <laughs> it's a losing battle. All right. I think it's a good idea. Don't yawn. This is, I, I want, I, I'm going to change sports. This won't work for the NFL, but I think it would work for baseball and the NBA. And, and you, part of the reason I'm going to pay for, my, for, for Inter-Miami is because the soccer games I watch, the European soccer games, are on in the morning. They're on in the morning and the noon hour because obviously there's a time change. And so I can watch MLS at night. We all watch sport, American sports at night. But I was thinking about this, this soccer thing, and I'm watching Wimbledon right now where, where Sinner is getting his ass kicked by Djokovic yet again. He's just getting humiliated on television. And I was thinking about how most of us work from home. I know you guys don't, but most people work from home three or four days a week. It's a totally different vibe. It's a lot more casual. You ready for this? I think there's a market in America for daytime sports. And like there's a Thursday night game and a Sunday night game, I think baseball and the NBA should have daytime games. Like one a weekday, a couple times a weekday, 
where it's just the Lakers and the Clippers are on at noon. I know it's going to be tricky to get people in the arena. Haven't solved that problem yet. Mm. But I think people would watch this. It's nice having sports on at 7.30 in the morning that I care about. What's interesting about this theory, and I don't necessarily disagree with it, and in fact, Bart Winkler, who gets to be you often now when you're not here, has a theory that there should be a ba- an afternoon baseball game every day of the week. All set, there should be at least one game in the afternoon every what single day. What time is he day. thinking? Like 3.30 Eastern? Uh, I don't know. About, local? I don't know about specific times, but between people's different work schedules, summertime, camps, betting, yeah. that you're missing, a, you're missing a window of attention by not playing at least a game or two every day in the afternoon. But the bigger thing here to me, and Diesel, join me if you want here, um, is the apparent contradiction of you who one time told me to stop complaining about games going too late because you, everybody works 9 to 5 on the West Coast, can't get to a 5-15 Warriors game. Now you just said everybody works from home, Nobody. let's let's have baseball games. Nobody, yeah, yeah, they're still working at their house. They're not leaving at 2 o'clock. Are you? Oh, Tom wants nothing to do with this. Look, I know you think I'm the world right. revolves around the East Coast. Minutes, five minutes. I Thanks, want Tom. no. I know you think the world revolves around the East Coast, and the fact you chose to get up at three in the morning in your job, like I did, means that we should have games at a time that works for you and pretend that's what all of America wants. But one game plus, nobody goes to baseball games anyway. I'm not saying the NFL. I'm not saying playoff games that people care about. How many people went to the last Royals game? I don't know the answer, but I bet it wasn't very many. No, because they stink. Right, so why not just put it up during... But people still watch them sometimes. How many people... I bet there are... I bet there are four Major League Baseball teams. We'll have Tom. He loves extra work. Look at this up for Monday or for an hour from now. I bet there are four Major League Baseball teams that are in the wild card hunt or in the wild card or better who have poor home attendance routinely in Major League Baseball. What's the difference if it's 7 at night or the Angels? The I went to an Angels, nobody there. Why not put the Angels on at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and make it a national thing? People can tune in to see Shohei. They'll have the same, if seven people show up, they'll have the same number of guys in attendance as they did when I was there with my kid. But what if less people show up because they're at work? Or they yeah, can't no, get no, I, haven't solved, I haven't solved that problem. Right. I just told okay. you. That, yeah. that we're going to just accept. Right. Okay. God, you really want to go down this East Coast thing again? I didn't know. No, no, no. I, I can see. To, you brought it up. The entire me. country should just change its schedule so that you in New York get no. your life easier. Because that's not – we already don't have Yankees and Red Sox shoved down our stupid faces all the time. No. I love how often I turn a random radio station on that's out of New York, and they're talking about the Giants in July or or or, fe- or whatever. Like, that's one book has got to get paid, buddy. Before the Barkley story, you know, I really think Daniel Jones. I'm in Des Moines, Iowa, man. I'm in South Carolina. I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas. I'm in Ida. I'm in Boise. I don't care about Daniel Jones sucks in New York. Why are you talking about him? You're in the wrong time, but you're right. We should make it. You know what? When's when's our Yankee segment? When's our daily Yankee segment going to kick in? D-Cell, is that that imaging done yet? Uh, no, not quite yet. Not just yet. We're still even on, on this network, which I love. And this isn't you, Andrew. You're excellent at your job. But th- when people fill in as 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 update guys doing the updates, or some people do, how I sit and I'm just like, why are we doing a New York update? 
hey, welcome into CBS Sports Radio. The Jets did this. The Rangers did this. The Yankees I... did this. And I like pizza. I'm Steve. Like, what? I sh- you, hey, man, Peter, cool. But Shohei almost hit for the Triple Crown yesterday. Maybe we should talk about that. I don't know. Do you know this isn't WFAN? That's the New York station across the hall. It's down the hall. And I know exactly who you're talking about. And they are 100% wrong. All of them? Yeah. <laughs> All six of them? I mean, come on, man. In but, other news, there are no other time zones. Every game starts at 70s. Like, are those guys aware there are, like, time zones in other states? And, uh, yeah. and I love New York. My mom's from there, but come on. I also love Barcelona. I'm not like, well, it's actually 9 in the night right now. No, man. Tom, what do you think? Get in here. <laughs> uh, I think I blame Bogus for this. That's Tom what quit. I think. That's what <laughs> Tom, I think. Tom's out. Well, I was going to tell a dinner story, but I, you got me all, you triggered me. You got me all. all You're got a me little all revved up right now. Mm. I am a little revved up. Throwing shrapnel everywhere. Update anchors taking heat. All because I want an NBA game to end before midnight. Shame on me. I, you missed a chance when I was on my rant to say sounds good to me, though. You, you really <laughs> got to. But I'm not a liar. It doesn't sound good to me. I would have. It's just, it's just, it's un, it's unbelievable. I just like this, this, this obsession with everything has to revolve around the Northeast Quarter, like New York. At least the Yankees are sort of good. I mean, I remember the years, the fewer they weren't, and still, stupid idiots up in Bristol, like, Sunday Night Baseball, again, Yankees, Red Sox, when like the Cubs and the Cardinals were really good at the time. Like, give me a break. I'm over it. Angels Astros on Sunday, by the way. That is, is Shohei pitching? I don't know if he's pitching, but he's going to be playing one way or the other. Yeah, that. how many Angels games will be on Sunday Night Baseball in a five-year window when Shohei's a Dodger? Can there be negative? Yes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> against the Dodgers. So one. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. The one against the Dodgers. His return to Anaheim dramatically on Sunday Night Baseball. Yeah, I, I, I mean, uh, by the way, everybody listening who's not in New York City, which is every, we're not even on in New York City. I guess we're on, like, FM 13, right? If you click the uh, It's 101.1 3, I believe, on your HD radio. Uh, and we're on everywhere, Sirius XM channel 158. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, my, my TV gripe actually applies to outside New York, the entire, like, eastern time zone, which stretches from, you know, Maine to Florida. So I got a lot oh. of people in my, in my heart right now. No, it's 90, it is 97% of, of the population that live in the east, right? The eastern time zone. And, and if that number is true, then you better change game times no, for it me. Is. It might be 99.9. I mean, it's that like seems there, too high. There's nine of us out here on the West Coast. I don't Doesn't know. Doesn't sound like, good or right to Jerry me. There's Jerry up north, up north in that state that's up there, and um, there's a couple. They live in San Diego. Right. They make up their, their San Diego. He's the But the, the eight mayor. people in godforsaken Iowa need the games line up with their, with their day, and, right? And all of them are just craving more New York sports. Right. Like, I need a Yankees update. I haven't gotten that enough. I'll go turn on CBS Sports Radio. I got stupid daylight update. savings here in New York because you guys got to fa- get corn cut in the, uh, in the daylight, right? That's where Well, we sort of figured you wanted some food, city boy, but okay. <laughs> that sounds good to me. <laughs> we don't have to send it your way anymore. <laughs> you go forage for yourself. <laughs> Oh my God! Oh, I, I had. By the way, I we had sweet corn last night, and Lori asked how many. I love corn. How many uh, I would eat, and I said I'd eat seven, and she didn't believe me, and then she made seven ears of corn. I think that's what I ate. I love corn on the cup. You ate seven ears of corn? Maybe it was five or six. I, it was all of them, like yeah. full size or the ones yeah, that are full, like full, just no big. Get into them, just get into them. And I'm just I'm typewriter. Like you put a, I'm just like it's it's gone in like thirty seconds. Yeah. A little butter, a little salt. 
a little pepper if I'm feeling spicy like right now. Corn on the cob, that thing. Did did you go to the bathroom like uh, like a goat or a lamb, whatever, has like, pellets uh, what? come out? Like you're just firing that corn right through your system? Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, again, you, we give you the food, so I actually have to fertilize my own, my own, <laughs> my own corn, my own sort of garden. So that's part of the cycle of life. Have you seen the Lion King? It's kind of like that. It's a circle. The Lion King's from Iowa? <laughs> this Lion King is... <laughs> Diesel, have you have you ever been uh, in a more awkward situation on this show? Uh, no, I really want to thank you for your contribution this morning, Andrew. Thank You're you welcome. so so much. <laughs> Sounds good to me. Oh, uh, good stuff. Great stuff. Great talk. Good to see. You. It's good to have you back, Andrew. I'm glad That's that we can true. feed you out in New York. I'm glad that we can get you that. Yeah. At least we suppressed the rest of the yawns. I mean, at least we at least we were able to get you. Yeah, you know you why? Because I was out late last night watching a concert. That didn't start until eight thirty. Were you really? Yeah. You will never guess the concert that he was at last yeah, you night. Will. No. Coolio you won't. and the gang. No. You're not a Dave Matthews band. No, that's next week. Um, I give up. Who? Do you sell? I'm not saying it. I'm what? stunned. I'm still stunned. So you say it. It's your, it's your thing. Andrew Bogish went to a Weezer concert last night. Fun. Cool, dude. Yeah, exactly. Would you judge me positively or negatively if I went? I've never been to the Hollywood Bowl, which is the big yeah. L.A. Uh, Coolio and the gang is going to be there tonight. I don't think we can go, but we're going to be in the neighborhood with my kids. And then I got Gladys Knight coming up in about a month. I want to go to that one. I think Gladys Knight would be amazing. I think Gladys would be more fun than Coolio. I think my the novelty of Coolio would wear off pretty quickly. That's what my wife said when I started to play her the music. She knew she remembered once. What about do you know who Portugal the Man is? I like some of their they got kind of like a bluesy rock thing going yeah, on. Yeah, but I need to be reminded of some of their things. I'm not sure they're Hollywood Bull material. I mean, I'm sure they are, but for my knowledge of their mm-hmm. of their um, you know. Do you want to come out for Gladys Knight? Do you want to come? Let's come on to a concert together. I'll show you the West Coast. You can see all seven of us. What uh? What time do you guys start things out there? Um. Well, we start them at two p.m. So not to offend the feelings of people out east. Well, that's good. Is that live streamed yeah. back to the? I mean, if it's only well, just in case. I mean, it's only in the Hollywood Bowl. You can begin that at a time that is right for you. But if that was a you know a nationwide event, right, I right. feel like you should pick a time where it works for everybody. We actually only do lunch. Lunch is only available out here from 10 to noon, just so you guys feel okay, just in case you can sense the ripple in the forest. So that would be like my dinner, right? Mm-hmm. I don't – you tell me. It's all about – it's all about you. <sighs> this is a complicated conversation. It is, is there a right answer? Whatever you say is. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> all right, fun talk. Let's talk about defensive tackles getting paid and – how they're going to spend their money when they go to the real oh, so part a of New America, York topic. the East so Coast? Yeah, no, I see us getting there. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, if you're if you're a defensive tackle and you just got your money, what are you going to do with it when you go to New York, the only city in America? Um, we'll find out after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever 
or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back to Writer Than You. If there's a million dollars on the line, and Pat was given two months to prepare for a tennis match against Diesel. And D-Cell was given eight months. Buy or sell, D-Cell could win the million dollars. Best of three sets. Wow. Eight months is a long time, Bogish. It is, but eight months can't, you know, erase biology. Um, <laughs> wow. On CBS Sports Bogus Radio. Oh, welcome back into the show. You know what's not funny? You know what's downright tough? Being a running back these days. Can't get paid. Can't get any respect. Got to watch other positions take your money. Right now in the news, that position is the defensive tackle position. The latest example, not the only. Quinnen Williams, two, four years, $96 million for the Jets. And, and Rick Spielman, who is the former GM of the Vikings and a colleague of mine at CBS Sports HQ, was, I thought, pretty smart on if you have the right attributes – the rising value of that position. It's amazing how the market changes uh, as the position evolves. And, you know, you're going to pay your pass rushers off the edge, but guys can all that can pay play the run and rush the passer in line are definitely uh, going to get the opportunity to get paid, which we're seeing right now. Now when you're finding guys that are not only very strong against the run, but also can be an inline pass rusher, that's becoming a premium position. Can I give you a comparison for running backs to defensive tackles? Can I give you a real-world comp here real quick, Tom? Oh, please do. Running backs are, are the taxi drivers of yesterday, are the, are the straight journalists, are, are the ad salesmen of yesterday. Solid business. If you get to the top, you're, you're a made man. Everything's going to be great. If you know this about New York, taxi drivers would spend a lot of time saving up money to buy a taxi medallion. It was hard to do. It was very expensive. But once you had the right to actually have your own taxi, you could, you could print the money. And then Uber came along. Or in journalist's case, just a different way people consume information. Or if you were in the advertising business... All of a sudden, you have these influencers who are out there just pulling in money that goes straight to them. Worlds evolve, and sometimes the evolution happens really, really quickly. You talk about it, you talk about it, you talk, and then everything changes, and everything's completely different. Maybe the taxi driver is the better comparison. I remember the first time I got in an Uber was with 
Amy Van Dyken, the, the Olympic athlete, who's a friend of mine, we were in L.A., I bet it was six years ago, and she, we're at her hotel, we were meeting some folks to, to go get drinks in, in town, and I'm like, I'll, I'll, I'll call a taxi. She's taxiing, we're going to get an Uber. And I remember saying to her, this, is it safe? She's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I don't know, it's like a stranger in a car, is it? She's like, yeah, Bill, it's, it's fine. And I'm not sure I've been in a taxi again out ever outside of New York City. Ever, ever, ever again. Running backs used to have a hold on a lot of the, the, the extra money that was out there. Obviously, some would go to quarterbacks and receivers and other positions, defensive backs, guys who get paid. But now you're seeing guys, defensive tackles, who are just raking in the money again and again and again and again. And Chris Jones is still out there, right, waiting to get his deal. What's he going to get, Tom? However many years and, I mean, if this is in the neighborhood of, of $24 million a year, Chris Jones is going to get 25, 26, I think 28, Chris, I think he's going to become the highest paid defensive tackle in NFL history. I think he'll pass Aaron Donald. I mean, and we've discussed this too. He is the Mahomes of that defense. I mean, he's not – I mean, he – He's just he, he he is so important to what to what they do. So look, the the news about Williams is is interesting and it's it's well deserved. And he's youngish, right? He's a twenty five year old dude who was really good last year. And obviously, the Jets are a team that have massive expectations. And and you, I mean, if you can have a defense that's effective or, or really really good, you would presume with Aaron Rodgers things are going to go really well. But I think the bigger story here and the piece of the puzzle that's the bigger picture is that with running back values decreasing and with teams rightfully under a cap realizing we don't got to pay running back, it's not like we're going to go spend the running back money on a different running back. We're just going to plug somebody in. The money's going to go to other positions, and that doesn't mean that that it's all going to go to defensive tackles, but it is about quarterback play, it is about receiver play, and it's about the ability to get to the quarterback on the defensive end of the football. And and obviously Spielman's right. If you If you come off the edge and you can bring the quarterback down 5, 10, 12 times a season, you're going to make a whole bunch of money. But if you're a defensive tackle and you can stop the run game, but you also can disrupt the pass game and even be good enough like some of these guys, Chris Jones is a good example, to get to the quarterback sometimes or wreak enough havoc on the offensive line that you're creating the ability for other guys to get to the quarterback or just harass the hell out of them, you're going to get paid. And by the way, you should get paid. If you're a GM, that is where you should put your money. Ahead of a, any Saquon Barkley, a Dalvin Cook, any of these guys. That is the nature of the game. And sometimes, like being a taxi driver or a typewriter salesman or whatever it is, things change very, very quickly. Let's keep this conversation going with Steve Berline, our buddy, longtime NFL quarterback, next year on CBS Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.